Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday morning, Mar April the 19th <laughs> edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your puffy-eyed and sleep-deprived host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And uh, we are, as usual, very fortunate to have the uh, uh, ever-effusive and quite non-elusive and never-abusive Dr. J.B. Hickson with us this morning. Uh, good morning, J.B. How are you today, sir? <laughs> well, good morning. I I'm still trying to find that pig I'm supposed to kick. You, you said before we went on the air, let's, let's, let's kick this pig. And I I've never heard that expression before, so I'm just looking around. I I'm trying to find one. I've got a dog. Will that work? It's a uh, don't kick the dog. No, no. I, I mean, I'd rather no, kick a, rather no, kick no, the cat. No, but you're I, not now. Now you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna upset Peta. No, no, no. We don't want to do that. No, I, I would never kick one of my precious dogs. But uh, if I, I had a good, I had a had a cat, that would make for a good, you know, kick. But, Ooh, uh, now you're really gonna upset yeah. Peter. <laughs> hey, you're it's gonna... it's uh it's great to be here on this uh, Tuesday following Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, uh, boy, what a blessing it was to to uh, to just celebrate and worship our resurrected Lord on uh, Sunday. Had a great service at Plum Creek Chapel in the Denver metro area. Always want to remind our listeners if you ever find yourself in Denver on a weekend or a Wednesday evening, come check us out at Plum Creek Chapel in Sedalia, and you can find out more at uh, PlumCreekChapel.org. But uh, I spoke uh, Sunday on who killed Jesus, and it was uh, really a, uh, just a very intriguing and powerful message, and I uh, encourage folks to check that out. Uh, the video <clears throat> is at our website, notbyworks.org, and just click on videos and you'll see it there. But it's also in the highlight carousel on our homepage at notbyworks.org. Uh, and of course, if you prefer just the audio, the podcast version, uh, you can check out Who Killed Jesus at the Not By Works podcast channel, uh, which you can get to from our website, notbyworks.org as well. So I uh, just want to remind listeners that, you know, we celebrate uh, the new life we have in Christ and our resurrected Savior all year long, not just Amen. on Sunday. Every day. And, and that's a great, uh, that message will kind of help you remember uh, what it's really all about. So check that out. And then uh, before we get into our a topic today, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to filibuster as long as I can because it's a heavy topic today, but uh, yes, we'll, uh, we will get there. Uh, but I did want to mention also that uh, uh, I'll be on the road here coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks, and so we've got a couple of conferences that we're promoting on the Not By Works website, again, on the highlight carousel. If you just kind of scroll through that, you'll see one coming up in uh, Wisconsin, April 29th through May 1st, and then another one in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on May 13th and 14th. And so you can click those links and register for those conferences. Would love to, to see you out there. If you do make it to either of those conferences or any of the conferences we do throughout the year, be sure and stop by the Not By Works resource table, say hello, let me know you, you listen to us on the Christian Underground News Network, and I'd love to just make a new friend. So, um, Amen. so yeah, just, uh, you know, always check out our website. And then of course, uh, today, and I'll let you give a, a better introduction in just a moment, but we're going to be talking about some sort of breaking news that we alluded to, or you alluded to last week on this program. And, uh, we're going to come at it again from, uh, just the perspective of the spirit of the antichrist that is alive and well today, as, uh, we see the stage being set for the coming new world order. 
And uh, so we always want to have our senses tuned in to what's happening and uh, be aware of, of what's out there. Um, and this is something that relates to uh, the, the planned demic, as we sometimes call it, or the control of virus scamdemic. And uh, so we want to touch on that. And I'll let you kind of tell our listeners uh, where we're going to head today. All right, JBM. First of all, it's really good to have you aboard to uh, to treat the subject matter that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, it is uh, could be considered quite controversial. Uh, it's we we have some information. Uh, we don't have complete information, and we want to state that right right off the top. Um, there are some things that we cannot that we're hearing that we cannot uh we cannot confirm yet uh so we want to be clear about that uh and and I'm, I'm sure that you will you know highlight those things jb but uh, uh the reason we're doing this is because of course we know uh, scripturally you know, prophetically uh, that there is a very uh, I guess you would term it uh, Ophidian uh, a conspiracy theory, I guess, is what it is. It's a conspiracy. There's no theory to it. Uh, we, we know that there is one. Uh, we know that it is evil in nature. And we, we've been hearing a lot about it through uh, news stories that that uh, we don't get from the mainstream media all the time. Uh, and when we hear this type of information, we like to fact check. And uh, those things that we cannot confirm, uh, we will be sure to tell you about. But this particular information we're gonna be talking about today is something that I was kind of notified about early, uh, about a week ago. And uh, it was a, a video from, uh, brighteon.com mike adams and his show had on a a dr brian ardis a-r-d-i-s who claimed to have some blockbuster information uh that might blow this whole thing wide open and uh of course being curious as i was at 4 a.m in the morning i listened to the whole thing and that's when I decided to pass it on to you because I wanted your opinion, number one. And uh, I, I wanted you to lend your, your expert researching capabilities uh, to this. And I know you have. And uh, so this is the kind of information we're going to be sharing today. Uh, this video was uh, put out by Brian Artis uh, concerning a possible. Uh, he says likely, but we say possible uh, contamination of the basic human genome uh, through pharmaceutical use of uh, venom-based medications, uh, injections, and things of that nature. So, uh, let's get into it, JB. Uh, I'll let you present. Uh, what you heard and uh, give your insights and feelings on uh, uh, what you thought about the information that I passed on to you, sir. Yeah, so uh, 
by the way, you were one of the first uh, people, you were the first person to, to kind of tune me into this, right, as it was kind of getting out there. Since then, I've had dozens of people that have emailed or texted me and asked me about this. It's one of the reasons I decided, <clears throat> after consulting with you, to you know, kind of move forward and at least talk about it on uh, today's program. But uh, for our listeners who may not be aware, there's a documentary out there called Watch the Water that first aired on the Stu Peters show. And then uh, it involved uh, an interview with Dr. Brian Artis, A-R-D-I-S. And, um, and then uh, he, Dr. Artis has been making the, uh, the rounds on some of the interview shows. You mentioned Mike Adams. And then, of course, he's proposing some stuff that is uh, uh, pretty shocking. And <clears throat> he claims to have kind of connected all the dots uh, somewhat and sort of solved, if you will, this, this puzzle of, of why uh, so many uh, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands worldwide of people are dying from the, so, the COVID so-called vaccines, which are really gene editing bioinjections, as I talk about in my book, Spirit of the Antichrist. Uh, by the way, as a backdrop for what we're going to be talking about today, I encourage folks to read chapter nine uh, on big pharma and vaccines. It's the yeah. biggest chapter and the most powerful chapter in the book, Spirit of the Antichrist. So check that out at spiritoftheantichrist.org. But uh, Dr. Artis has pointed out that uh, the symptoms, reactions, effects, adverse effects uh, of these vaccines that are well documented now, by the way, even by official sources like the CDC that runs the VAERS system, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, um, uh, are very similar to the effects that come from uh, poisonous snake bites uh, like king cobras and other uh, venomous snakes. And by the, the way, common, the common right? crate, I think, was one of them. Yeah, he mentioned the crate. And by the way, great job uh, on the use of the word ophidian. Uh, that's uh, in case our listeners oh, yeah. don't know, <laughs> ophidian means over relating to snakes. And so uh, you're the first person I've heard call this an ophidian conspiracy, but I can't think of a better uh, characterization <laughs> of, uh, of this uh, of this uh, discussion. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm a sesquipedalian from way back. JJ. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about some other names that I've, that come to mind when I think of you two later off air, but anyway, um, okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's talk about what we know. First of all, you know, I always like to be, to try my best uh, to be, you know, fair and balanced and gracious and not engage in logical fallacies or personal attacks. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly not perfect. I've been guilty of kind of taking the bait in some, uh, you know, topics over the years, and I've had to go back and list, you know, retractions and things like that. So I'm not setting myself up as the perfect standard by any means, but I do really make an effort to, to just let the facts speak for themselves and not rush to judgment and not make personal attacks. So I've seen a lot of people out there who are not really, uh, you know, inclined to agree with Dr. Artis or don't, who think this is all a bunch of, uh, you know, made up stuff. They've been very critical of him and pointed out that he's not a medical doctor, but he's a chiropractor. Well, that's fine. Uh, you don't have to be a medical doctor to know how to research. I'm not a medical yeah. doctor. And I feel like the 50 pages that I have on COVID and spirit of the antichrist are extremely well-documented, well-researched. Yes. Yes, so, very well. uh, you know, some of the greatest researchers in the world exposing 
the fraud about the uh, so-called vaccines uh, mm-hmm. are not medical doctors. So I wouldn't, that doesn't matter to me. I, I want to yeah. take what he says at face value and, and, and run it through uh, the grid and, and, and make sure that it's accurate. So I would dismiss that as an argument against this. Um, but, you know, the substance of what he says, you know, a lot of people, when he first broke this uh, documentary or you know, this news on the documentary, were saying, what? You're crazy. Snake venom in vaccines. Who's ever heard of such a thing? That's absurd. Well, that's those who said that are, are embarrassing themselves and they're quite ignorant yeah. because, you know, snake venom has been used by the pharmaceutical industries for decades. There's decades, yes. There, there are entire companies out there whose sole purpose it is to go and get venom from various uh, snakes and not just snakes, but other animals. Uh, I, I heard one uh, expert on uh, venom technology uh, say that f- some 15% of animals have some kind of poisonous venom. Uh, that sounds high to me, but this was a you know an expert. You'd think they'd know what they're talking about. But regardless of that, there are whole companies out there like Venom Tech, for example, is a, uh, oh, yeah. you know, a company that serves the pharmaceutical industry, and they sell venom to the different pharmaceutical country companies. And many of our drugs, not just vaccines, but many of our drugs use venom in them, uh, and some of them uh, successfully. You know, it's not because yeah. it's venom. It's not always bad i mean until western medicine kind of took over the world thanks to the rockefellers and the carnegie Mm -hmm. early 20th century people for centuries and millennia were using natural uh, homeopathic means to help heal different things and so absolutely in and of itself there's nothing wrong with the concept but all i'm pointing out is that those who suggest that the idea of using snake venom in uh vaccines are you know, are just crazy, uh, or that that idea is crazy, are, are just ignorant. I'm sorry to say they haven't done their research. Um, right, so, right. You know, listeners can can check it out, but there are, you know, plenty of people, companies, patents, uh, yeah. you know, that serve the pharmaceutical industry that that go out there and do that. Um, so, so, so the 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 presumption that that uh, pharmaceuticals are using venom in medications is a provable fact it just is yeah it's not a presumption it's a fact yeah, so yeah, the question though fact. is you know since we know uh that the the pandemic that was rolled out uh was was planned it was not organic it was ma- manufactured uh That's it was 22 years in the making and for even longer than that the Luciferians have been trying to come up with a way to further their agenda of depopulation, uh, instituting a massive police state and control grid. Um, so you and I have talked about this before, and I've documented a lot of this. Uh, I give, you know, 10 or 15 reasons in a, a certain section of my book in chapter nine there, uh, why we know as a matter of fact that the pandemic was rolled out in advance. In fact, uh, I'll, as we're talking, I'll try to call up some of those and mention them, but there are a lot of, there are, there are many smoking gun, uh, pieces of evidence that, that show this was planned. So given yes. that we know that, uh, and given that we know just how evil the Luciferians are, how much they love death, as I talk about in the section on depopulation in the book, uh, they're on record wanting to kill people. Satan, oh, yeah. who's the head of this conspiracy, Jesus tells us he's a murderer from the beginning. He comes to kill, 
people. That's his reason for existence. Um, and so, you know, this philosophically, or at least at the macro level, should not surprise us that they would, the, the Luciferians would take uh, an idea that has been used positively in the, in the medical world and tweak it, twist it, and turn it into something evil. Um, and that's what Satan does from the beginning. He takes what God has created as pure and perfect and holy, and he taints it, and he corrupts it, and he uses right. it for his good, like, you know, sexual relations and gender and all of those things are, you know, reflect the image of God and man, but Satan has come along and, and twisted them. So um, I guess what I'm saying is, A, snake venom and vaccines is, is not a, you know, not unheard of at all. It's quite common. Mm -hmm you know, the, the results and impact and effects of the, the uh, COVID vaccines in particular share some striking similarities in their adverse effects mm -hmm. with uh, what people would experience from a snake bite. In fact, you may remember back in the early days of the pandemic, we were talking, I believe it was on the, on the program. It might've been just privately, but we were talking about how so many people were getting uh, blood clots as a result Yes, um, vaccines and this one yeah. doctor DVTs uh, and, and the like. Yes, yeah, he he came, he pointed out that if you do a D dimer test, that it really mm. highlights these microscopic blood clots, and they're exponentially more than you would ever see normally in your body. And comparing right. you know, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, it was striking. Well, if you you know look at the the uh, literature about the D dimer test, one of the things that it tells doctors and experts who use that test is if you see a a high, uh, you know, report of blood clots when doing this test. One of the things you should look for is has this patient been bitten by a poisonous snake? <laughs> so right. now again, you know, similarity does not prove correlation. And um, there, there, there's a lot of other interesting evidence out there. If you, if you listen to Dr. Artis and some of his interviews that are really kind of get your attention Um but we're, you know, not ready to, and, and a lot of experts, you know, that I've listened to over the last week uh, and read some of their articles are not quite ready to say, you know what, this is, this is what's happening, especially the part about, you know, the, he, Dr. Artis suggests that this is being put in the water. And it was a little bit unclear to me, yeah. even as I listened to him, what exactly what he was suggesting. But once again, we have to separate what is plausible from what is actual. And yes. even though this may sound crazy to some listeners who haven't really studied this stuff, it is entirely plausible to me that the Luciferians who, who are really pulling the strings here and trying to usher in the one world system, as we've talked a lot about, um, they, it is completely plausible to me that they, they love symbolism, by the way, they absolutely. Oh, they, oh, they do. Yes. You know, people sometimes ask me, well, if they're wanting to kill all but 500 million people and have this earth themselves, why don't they just drop a nuclear bomb and get it over with? Well, <laughs> yeah. that's not the way they think. You know, they love to watch people suffer. They thrive on it. It's, it's what gives them energy to, to see the slow kill process. And so yeah, they um, are energy vampires for sure. Yeah, they really are. And then, of course, you know, as I've documented in my book, you know, they are frequently referencing uh, Lucifer, uh, and which comes from Isaiah 14. Uh, it's, it's the common name for Satan, even though biblically 
it's it's not 100% clear in Isaiah 14 that that's who uh, the prophet was talking about. I think it is, and I think you can make the case for that, but some good yes. Bible scholars have pointed out that you know we can't be 100% sure, but it really doesn't matter because in the hundreds of years, you know, thousand, a couple, 3,000 years or so, 2,700 years since Isaiah was written, that's what the, the Satanists have adopted as their name. They call themselves Luciferians. And so they think that Lucifer in the garden was the hero and God was the antagonist. Yeah. And, you know, they dedicate their books to Lucifer. They talk about him being the true light and God being the, the evil one. And so given that history, it, again, it seems plausible to me that they would use something like serpent venom or snake venom as a part of their overall process to depopulate and, and to usher in the new world system. Can I prove that? No. Uh, but, you know, there are, there are different experts out there that are evaluating what Dr. Artis has said and, and talking about the facts. And I think it's pretty intriguing. And, but, you know, you know, if we turn, yeah. Yeah. And if we turn to the scripture, uh, a passage that I've, you know, uh, mentioned many, many times, and in fact, I have it in the epigraph to my book, is 1 Thessalonians 5, 6. Uh, actually, I don't think it's in the epigraph. I think it's in my dedication page where I dedicated the book to a, a dear friend of mine. But I put this first, 1 Thessalonians 5, 6. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do. Mm -hmm. Let us watch and be sober. Right. Now, as much as I talk about that verse, another one that I, I don't talk about as much, but I do address it in chapter 11 of the book, is in that same chapter of 1 Thessalonians 5, and you go all the way uh, near the end, and in verse 21, after yeah. just telling us to, to, to not sleep, be awake, be sober, mm -hmm. we now find him saying, test all things That's right. and hold fast to what is good. So I would encourage listeners to, you know, feel free to watch those, uh, you know, uh, the documentaries and look into it. It's another piece of the puzzle. Uh, but remember, Paul said, test all things. John in 1 John 4, the same passage uh, where he, you know, tells us that the spirit of the Antichrist is already at work in verse 3. Oh, yes. In yeah. verse 1, he says, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if That's they're right. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. So, amen. You know, it, uh, it's pretty interesting stuff, and I, I have more to say about kind of the big picture, but before we get too far uh, away from Dr. Artis, is there anything that kind of struck you as really intriguing or anything you'd like to add? Yes, uh, there is, actually. Uh, in, in his interview with Mike Adams, uh, he, was, he, made, uh, he highlighted a reference to uh, people when they get sick, they go to the hospital. He highlighted hospital protocol in that report, paid a lot of attention to it, uh, leading up to his, and I'm going to call it a presumption because he, he can't prove it. Uh, but he's, he's relying on history and fact to, to come to what his conclusion is about hospital protocol and the protocol he was talking about specifically was when somebody first reports with uh, 
with some sort of illness to the hospital and they're admitted and they're COVID tested, if they come up positive for COVID testing uh, on, the, on the COVID test, on a PCR test, um, then they are administered remdesivir. And it's the only medication that has been approved for use by the CDC and the NIH and the NIAID um, to treat uh, COVID. And they won't let the hospital use anything else but remdesivir. And his presumption, uh, his suspicion is basically that uh, remdesivir is probably nothing more than freeze-dried cobra venom because the after effects and, and the symptoms after administering that drug are all uh, symptoms that correlate or are similar to or, or the same as uh, the symptoms you'd get after a snake bite from a king cobra or a common crate or some other venomous snake like a rattlesnake. Uh, the organs are attacked. Uh, they're liquefied in some cases. Uh, lots of respiratory problems. And these are all symptoms that are showing up in patients that report to hospitals and are treated with remdesivir. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a very valuable uh, observation and very intriguing because long before Dr. Artis exposed the possible connection between, uh, you know, snake venom and COVID, uh, people were sounding the alarm about remdesivir. There's a lot of smoking gun oh, evidence yeah. out there about that. Yes. And, you know, to the point where many reputable top level doctors and virologists and surgeons and others have been warning for the last year, don't take remdesivir. If you get hospitalized, whatever you do, give them, you know, a written order, uh, right. or tell your right. spouse or somebody in case you're incapacitated, don't give me remdesivir because that's right. It is very dangerous. And, you know, it does beg the question when there are so, have been so many other provable treatments for COVID, such as, you know, hydroxychloroquine, uh, ivermectin, uh, even just, you know, um, common uh, asthmatic medicines and things. Uh, mm -hmm. Why were they banning that? You know, why were right. pharmaceutical, I mean, uh, why were uh, drug uh, companies uh, and, you know, Walgreens pharmacies, why were they told from the top down, you can't fill ivermectin prescriptions anymore? Yeah, no ivermectin, no hydroxychloroquine, yeah. nothing. You, you couldn't use it. And, and they were, they were, threatening legal actions against uh, pharmacies and hospitals and doctors and that were that were willing to use it. Yeah. And, you know, that certainly, is, you know, should raise a red flag. I mean, normally, you know, doctors have the freedom because they're the experts. They're the ones talking to the patient, examining the patients. They've done, hopefully they're doing their research and continuing education, reading journal articles and, and breaking uh, studies and so forth. Uh, they have the freedom to treat their patient how they seem best. But, mm -hmm. you know, these people you know, were going into hospitals, being given remdesivir, put on uh, ventilators and dying. And yeah, it yeah. was uh, so and that's tragic. I mean, I don't I don't say that it, flippantly it at all. But um, the fact is that should cause a red flag. Now, is does that mean that remdesivir is one of the many, many, many drugs on the market that has 
snake venom? Uh, not necessarily, but uh, you know, the other thing we need to understand, you know, because people will say, well, I got the vaccine and I didn't have any adverse effects, or I know someone who got the vaccine and they didn't have any adverse effects. Mm-hmm. There've been some other uh, studies and whistleblowers out there who have done extremely detailed and meticulous studies uh, comparing the, you know, we, we have the, the VAERS system, the vaccine adverse repent, uh, event reporting system out there, and it's got its numbers and it's very comprehensive. And I cite those in the book. Uh, and I purposely waited to insert those in that section of the book until right before the book was published. So I would have the latest date, uh, latest data from the, at that time, it was February of mm-hmm. this year. But you can always go to openvares.com and see the data, you know, week to week. But, you know, the, the, that's, we have that data, but that's sort of, you know, lump sum. Uh, but some people, some expert researchers and doctors and others have gone out and, you know, taken the time to get the lot numbers from these mm-hmm. vaccines, because each of the vaccine manufacturers produces them in lots like other uh, medicine. Yeah. If you look on a Tylenol bottle, it'll say lot number. Uh, and yeah. that's the purpose of that is so that they can track them in case a particular medicine, whether it's over the counter or a prescription drug gets tainted or somehow has a problem, they can go back and find out where those lot numbers were shipped to and who bought them and they can do it. So someone has correlated the vaccine adverse effects that we're seeing reported from the various COVID vaccines to the lot numbers and discovered that so upwards of 99% of the adverse effects all come from the same lot numbers. Yes. And so if you got a vaccine that wasn't from one of those lot numbers, you were okay. Chances and, are you uh, were getting the possible you got a placebo. Yeah, and you might even have gotten a placebo. That's another yes. factor that should raise a red flag is the pharmaceutical companies are not telling us, nor are they required by law to tell us everything that's in the vaccines. That's right. So if you think you've read a, a label and you know what's in there, uh, you, you're, you're mistaken. You don't know everything that's in there. Now, what that's they tell right. us is in there is bad enough, you know, the yeah. mRNA technology and all that, but they're, they could put all kinds of things in there. So, I mean, people, again, I'm not, you know, necessarily connecting all the dots and saying, Hey, I figured this out, but there's some clear data that is, that is not in dispute, uh, and that should really concern us. And so all I'm suggesting is that, <clears throat> You know, let me just paint a hypothetical for you. <clears throat> and, and please, you know, I hope people won't take this clip and take it out of context and use it against me. Uh, that happens sometimes. But this is totally hypothetical. I'm just explaining how things could work, knowing the minds of the Luciferians the way I do, having studied them for 15 years. And uh, it, it's possible that you know, the, the top tiers of the Luciferians, like I talk about, and I think it's chapter four in the book where I diagram it out, could be sitting in a dark room and they, they planned this pandemic. They wanted to get total control and usher in the police state and complete tracking measures, but also they mm-hmm. wanted to inject people with a very useful tool, both in terms of the depopulation agenda and eugenics agenda, but also in terms of turning people into these bioengineered AI trackable uh, people. So this is all part of their plan and they're sitting around talking about it and they go, man, you know, how cool would it be to honor our father Lucifer if we used, you know, some poison from the snake itself to, to help us achieve this goal. 
oh man, that would be cool. Yeah, let's do it. And they just get all excited and they get goosebumps and that they thrive on that type of symbolism and evil. Uh, you know, we, in my series, uh, What in the World's Going On, which is available by streaming, if you go to the Not By Works website, um, yeah, we talk about, we have a whole episode in there on secret societies and we talk about symbol. Right. Right. They love that. These Satanists love that. And so yeah, they do. Yeah. They said, well, look, we were already, they might, they might have said, hey, well, look, we're already using snake venom routinely as just a normal medicinal purpose in a lot of these medicines. Why don't we, you know, put it in these? No one will question it, at least in the scientific world, the people that were in the know, because mm -hmm. it's so common. But let's, uh, let's tweak it a little bit. Let's crank it up a little bit, make it a little more lethal. Um, I mean, that's the kind of thing they do. Now, is that what happened? I don't know. But the other thing people have, some people have said, again, in, in trying to critique this um, latest uh, information is, oh, well, there's not possibly enough snake venom out there uh, to do it. Well, again, <laughs> they're, they're exposing their ignorance because uh, from what I've researched and heard, yeah. the pharmaceutical companies, since they've been using snake venom as part of their you know, uh, repertoire for, for decades, long ago, they uh, sequenced the DNA of, of many of the snake's venom and, and were able to replicate it synthetically, yep. and as, as you mentioned, in powdered form. Um, so they have an unlimited supply. They make their own venom, and it's the same they, they do. Yeah. qualities as the, the organic venom. So, you mm -hmm. know, again, please don't think that I'm, you know, buying this whole uh, watch the water uh, documentary hook, line, and sinker, but it is interesting, uh, you know, how much of it is, you know, you know it brings up some interesting uh, interesting facts and should you know you know jb it's 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 it, and it's not like our our city governments and federal governments have never tainted the water with anything before they've been doing it with fluoride for for decades yeah i have a whole section about that uh, florida fluoridating the water in spirit of the antichrist in the chapter there on uh, eugenics and so yeah and then not just fluoride they've also you know, there's documented evidence that many municipalities, like I remember reading about San Francisco, uh, had a plan years ago. Thankfully, it didn't actually go through, but they were literally debating the plan to put um, antipsychotic medicines in the municipal uh, water because yeah. the of San Francisco were kind of too wild and too aggressive and they wanted to calm <laughs> them all down. Right, exactly. I mean, and fluoride itself is a psychoactive drug. It just is. Yeah, I don't know why. Substance. I don't understand why anybody would drink tap water, honestly. Um, I, I don't either. I, I don't know. I won't do it. Yeah. I, I've, I've not drank tap water for, oh, my goodness, many, many, maybe 20 years. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's really something. So, you know, I think... Um, one other topic again. So, so let's just close the loop on this uh, stuff with Dr. Artis. Um, okay. I don't, I don't know him. I don't, I've, I was introduced to him recently, like many people uh, from what I can tell from his background, he seems very credible. Seems like a man who really is trying yeah. to speak what's true, but it doesn't yeah. mean that he's fully accurate on everything. Right. I would say study it, look at other reasoned responses, you know, you know, those that are just dismissing it out of hand and personally attacking him, I would I would ignore that because that's not the way to handle this. Yeah, that, that could be very dangerous to do that. Yeah. And those that are saying, oh, this guy's the new Messiah. He's figured it all out. Good for him. We should you know, <laughs> believe everything he says. Dismiss them, too. 
But look at some of the facts and study it for yourself. And, you know, never, ever underestimate the depths of the evil of the Luciferians. That's the the big takeaway that I've been preaching for years is, you know, in Ephesians 6, we're told that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and so forth. I mean, there's an evil agenda out there. We, uh, we know that greater is he who is in us than he was in the world. But, Amen. Uh, but at the same time, we need to be eyes wide open and prepared. So We are warned that the devil is, is walking about like as a roaring lion, seeking yep. whom he may devour. Yep. That's not nice. Okay. That's not a benevolent thing. Yeah, I mean, so you get the word, you get the award for the most uh, creative word usage, Ophidian, and now you get the the award for the most obvious statement. But uh, yeah, Peter is <laughs> okay. uh, when Peter said in uh, in uh, what is it, Second Peter, uh, to uh, anyway, first First Peter rather, First Peter five seven. Uh, uh, or five yes. eight. Be sober, be vigilant, yeah. because your adversary the devil walks around like a roaring lion. You can summarize that as the devil is not nice. Very, very well put. So yeah, um, you <laughs> run around seeking who whom he may devour. That's really not a nice thing. No, it's not. You cracked me up. So, uh, but one last thing I wanted to talk about um, in the broader context of all this is something that uh, I touch on in the book, but we I don't think I've talked about in any of the interviews much, and that is the ideas of misinformation and disinformation. Mm. Um, the because Satan is a liar and his followers that are trying to conspire together and usher in the one world system are liars. They love to confuse. You know, God's word says uh, God is not the author of confusion. If he's not, that only leaves one other candidate, and that's Satan. So that's Satan's right. the author of confusion. And so one way that they do that is obviously, we, you know, outright lies. We understand that concept. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they use misinformation and disinformation and you know they will intentionally pay you know fbi agents and other people cia agents to infiltrate truth movements mm-hmm. and spread ridiculous false information to for the purpose of discrediting those who are speaking out against uh the vaccine and and this kind of has some yeah. of the marks of that i'm not saying it, it's it does true. yeah but you know, you can just hear, you know, the talking heads on TV saying, you know, anytime someone questions the 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 overall narrative of the pandemic, you mm-hmm. can see how they might quickly, you know, say, oh, well, you're just one of those snake venom people that thinks that this is all about snakes, and you know, you must, you're stupid, you know, and so the you know one piece of the puzzle could end up discrediting the whole thing. Now, I think there's enough truth in the facts of the matter to, to warrant looking into this a little more deeply. And as Absolutely. I've, as I've explained, I think it's quite plausible, but <clears throat> we do want to be attentive to misinformation and disinformation. Um, so what do we mean by that? Well, they <clears throat> will, you know, come out with information that, you know, is some is partially true. <clears throat> For example, the vaccines are dangerous, but then they'll, you know, taint it with some information that's not true mm-hmm. so that when people hear that and then later it's it's proven that that part one part wasn't true, 
then they go back to the other extreme and they think, well, the vaccines must be perfectly safe, you know? Yeah, yeah, they, they create that kind of, they obfuscate the truth uh, through, you know, through subterfuge and things of that nature. That Exactly what you're describing. Yeah. We'll, we're going <laughs> to lie to them. We'll throw a little of the truth in there, but not enough, you know, to, to uh, overshadow the lie. Yeah, and, you know, if there's one thing I can't <clears throat> stand, it's Ophidian obfuscation obfuscating subterfuge uh, that's uh you know i just can't handle that so uh this i tell you what I, i'm getting an i'm getting an education in my vocabulary just <laughs> just talking with you this morning curtis well yeah listen this is what happens to me when i get no sleep sorry guys <laughs> oh man so uh speaking of you know misinformation and disinformation you know another thing that kind of bears on this subject is in the book we talk about the conspiracy theory conspiracy and oh, yeah. this is another method that they use they they label people and i've proven in the book that the, the very phrase conspiracy theory was created by the cia we've seen the leaked documents and you know we reference them in the book um but they created it back in the uh 60s uh, as a means of discrediting people who believed that the Warren Commission investigation into the death of JFK was rigged and was was bogus. And so they said, well, we got to, you know, we can't have them exposing that, you know, if, if we're not careful, they'll find out that Kennedy wasn't killed by a lone gunman who was drinking a Pepsi, you know, while it happened or Coke or whatever it was. So yeah. Um, yeah. so they created this this whole meme uh, and, and, and now, you know, 50, 60 years later, conspiracy theory has become in and of itself a yeah. pejorative term. And, uh, as I show in the book, a conspiracy, it just means two or more people working together to commit a crime. And a theory is a working, uh, theory about that, uh, you know, a presumption about it. So, you know, everything's a conspiracy theory if it involves more than one person committing a crime. And you just look at the facts and check it out and decide whether it happens to be true. So I, I consider myself a conspiracy factist. Let's look at the facts and see how they fit the conspiracy. But there's no question, even from Scripture, that there's a grand conspiracy. Psalm 2 talks about how all the leaders of the world are conspiring together to defeat God and his, his eternal son, Jesus Christ. So the only question is then is, you know, how are they doing it? And we're trying to examine the evidence and, and look at that. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's, it's when you hear things like this, um, you know, I, who was it? Was it Ronald Reagan that always said, trust, but verify, uh, yep. you know, there, here, I think a big part of the problem also, JB, is that um, many people in this country and, and all over the world regarding government uh, have become conditioned to always trust it. Uh, it's a good thing that we, if we look at history uh, where that's concerned. I mean, a lot of these conspiracies that were once conspiracy theories and are now proven facts come from history, you know. What about the smallpox blankets being handed out to the Indians? Uh, the government, what, I've read the history books. The government was denying that happened. No, we didn't do that. We would never do. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we later did. on, it, it's proven that they did. Okay, you know, they dosed people in the 50s and 60s, unbeknownst to them, with LSD. Oh, big time. That was uh, okay. the CIA. That. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then later had to admit that, yes, well, you know, we were testing, you know, uh, what, what, what else? The, 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 uh, the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. You know, there's so many examples that we could refer to. And, and we, so we need to look at the history of things. And uh, when, when we're trying to come to a, a reasonable conclusion. Yeah. So chapter 10 in spirit of the antichrist. And again, folks can read the preface to it and look at the table of contents at spirit of the antichrist.org. But I deal with MK, MK ultra and CIA mind control. Experiments. Yes. You just mentioned several of them, yeah. um, but you know, would the government ever harm its own citizens? Uh, not only would they, they have many, yeah. many, many times. And you're yeah. right. They deny, deny, deny like the, the recent disclosures about, uh, the UFOs. Uh, ever since sure. uh, December of 2017, when the New York Times broke the article, uh, broke the news in, in an article, uh, it's all over the place now. And the government says, of course, there are UFOs. We've been studying them for decades. We have no idea what they are. They have capabilities we've never seen that are not of this world. Uh, and of course, many of them who don't come from a biblical worldview and are not Christians are suggesting these are little green men about to invade us from, from Mars. But uh, for those who, again, look at the facts of the matter, and I've been studying this for many years, have a whole library full of books on the subject, we know that UFOs have been a reality and have been, stu been being studied by uh, the Navy and other military uh, groups uh, and Air Force for decades. And they first really yeah, started you know, studying them back in the late 40s. And, but they say, no, 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 nothing to see here. We're not, there's nothing to that. That's just a big conspiracy theory. Anybody that thinks the government is hiding information about UFOs is a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. And then all of a sudden they go, yeah, yeah, we've been doing it. Yep, we, here's the thousand, they have whole buildings full of Project Blue Book data. Uh, and now there's, you know, TV shows about it and, and people have short memories. So- Oh, oh indeed. Yeah, they, they don't realize just how deceptive our own government can be. But you know, uh, think, and, and it might help people to think of it this way, uh, JB. There, there are a lot of people out there that have had to, uh, because of accidents, uh, apply for Social Security disability. Uh, what does the government do that your first couple of requests? They say no, 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 before yeah. they finally say yes. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing with these conspiracy theories. Uh, oh, no, we no, we don't do that. And no, we would never do that. No, 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 no. And then someday they come out and they have to say, well, yeah, we, we did that. Yeah. But, Here's another one, geoengineering. I talk about that in chapter eight. Right. For years, they were saying anybody that claims that the government is spraying chemicals in the sky is absolutely nuts, notifiably yeah. crazy. And yeah. uh, I heard need to be locked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I heard, you know, Sean Hannity, other CNN analysts and, and Fox News analysts all talk about this, you know, going back 20 years. But yeah. of course, those of us that took the time to research it, and I, I talked about this a little bit in my right. 2012 book, um, they, uh, you know, the, the people, you know, would, would just dismiss it. And yet there were patents, there were companies. And of course, now in the last really five or 10 years, it's, it's openly admitted. There have been congressional oh, yeah. hearings about it. Uh, presidents have talked about it. There are yeah, they're proud companies, of it. 
that exist, their whole purpose of which is to create the retrofitted nozzles to put on commercial <laughs> jets to spray yeah. aluminum, barium, strontium into the clouds. And most people look up and see it and they go, yeah, there's some more geoengineering going on today. And, uh, but they forget. And they think nothing of it. Yeah, most that they forget that it was denied. And so that's called lying. When you say something is not true, when you know it is, yeah. and then you later admit that it really was true, that's called lying. <laughs> And, yeah, and, uh, and there'd be no reason to lie about it if it wasn't harmful. Yeah, right. So they've got to boil us in the kettle, no pun intended, uh, and get us, you know, conditioned to it. And then, you know, we think, well, it must be okay because the government's talking about it openly, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. well, it's, you know, let's, let's uh, bring this back around to, you know, the spiritual aspect and, and what the word of God uh, says. Yes. Well, first of all, We've touched on quite a few topics today that might sound, you know, hard to believe. Um, but just remember, just because you've never heard something before does not mean it's not true. Uh, right. So uh, check it out, look into it. Um, and remember, first of all, the number one most important decision is that everyone must recognize they're a sinner in need of a savior. And the only hope for lost and sinful mankind is for each person to personally trust in Jesus Christ and him alone as their only hope for eternal life. Amen. And Absolutely. I'm guessing that most of our listeners are believers. There's been a time when you remember trusting Christ for salvation, but then given the nature of this topic and the fact that these podcasts have a life of their own, they get spread around. It's quite possible someone is listening to the sound of my voice even right now, and you don't know for certain whether you'd spend eternity in heaven. And let me just encourage you that Jesus Christ died and rose again for your sins. We just celebrated that uh, this past weekend. And when he did, he defeated Satan. He defeated death, hell, the grave, and he purchased life with his own blood. And he offers it freely to anyone who will simply place their faith in Jesus Christ, not in your good works, not in baptism, not in your religion, not in your heritage, not in your own self-worth, but in Jesus Christ and if you watch uh, the video from Sunday at Plum Creek Chapel on who killed Jesus, you will be surprised at the answer when you get to the end. So, so yeah, thanks for, for having me on today. And I, I hope this is some uh, good fodder for people to, to really drive them in their search for the truth. Yes, me too, JB. And thank you for, uh, thank you for being on today and discussing this and uh, for presenting it in a, in a truthful way. Um, there, there are things like we, we said at the beginning that we cannot confirm and, uh, that you, uh, dear listener may or may not be able to confirm either. Uh, but you'll never be able to confirm or deny any of it until you research it personally. And we recommend that you do so, uh, with all diligence, uh, based on our, based on history alone. Uh, the things we know that have been done in the past, could this be happening now? Yes, uh, in light of, of current events and uh, things that we do know and things that we can confirm, yes, this could be possible. So, and we're presenting it in that way. Trust, yes, if you can, but verify everything. And that includes what we're telling you, by the way. We, we don't want you to take our word for anything. We want you to do the personal research. And uh, uh, again, 
let me reiterate what JB just said about the most important thing, and that is to accept Jesus Christ as your own Lord and personal Savior. Uh, because I'll tell you one thing, uh, the Bible says you, you'll have, God will provide you a peace that passes all understanding. You know, we, we do get troubled by information like this that we hear, but we don't worry about it half as much. We want you to be aware of it uh, for your own personal safety. Uh, but we don't, we, we know who our future's in the hands of. So uh, we, because we have accepted Jesus uh, and we, we pray that you'll do the same thing. Uh, our mission here on the Christian Underground News Wood Network and also Not By Works Ministries uh, is always the uh, spread of the gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ is the savior of the entire world and uh, loves, uh, loves you personally and wants your faith and trust in him and wants to be in fellowship with you for eternity. And uh, so that's the most important thing to keep in mind. So we hope you're doing that. Um, once again, uh, to all our listeners, uh, I want to remind them about live streaming JB on notbyworks.org on Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time and Wednesday nights from Plum Creek Chapel also at uh, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, and also to tune in for us. Uh, listen to us this uh, coming Saturday when Pastor Dick continues uh, his series on uh, Romans chapter one, the of God series. Uh, what are we doing next, Pastor? The wrath of God. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty serious subject there. Yeah. Now, the wrath of God. Yeah, well, okay. I don't think you'll want to miss that one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, I think that'd be a good thing to avoid the wrath of God. Yeah. Um, so that'll be Saturday morning. Yep. And then, uh, it looks like we're probably going to have Lucas Doremus back Saturday night. So, uh, be looking forward to that yep. until then, uh, be on the alert, be aware of your surroundings. Uh, and most of all, be aware that Jesus Christ gave his life for you and you too can be saved first timothy 2 6 he first gave himself timothy. a ransom he gave himself a ransom all. for all yes amen so above all the information you heard today please remember that and until saturday morning this is the christian underground news network signing off may god bless and keep you